Hello and welcome to episode 569 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Thursday, June 22nd, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Thursday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain heaven. O Queen of Paradise, who reignest above all the choirs of angels, and who art the nearest of all creatures to God, I, a miserable sinner, salute thee from this valley of tears, and beseech thee to turn thy compassionate eyes towards me, for whichever side they turn, they dispense graces. See, O Marian, how many dangers I now am, and shall be as long as I live in this world, of losing my soul, of losing heaven and God. In thee, O lady, I have placed all my hopes. I love thee, and sigh to go soon to see thee, and praise thee in heaven. Ah, Mary, when will be that happy day on which I shall see myself safe at thy feet and contemplate my mother who has done so much for my salvation? When shall I kiss that hand which has delivered me so many times from hell and has dispensed me so many graces when on account of my sins I deserve to be hated and abandoned by all? My lady, in life I have been very ungrateful to thee, but if I get to heaven I shall no longer be ungrateful. There I shall love thee as much as I can in every moment for all eternity and shall make amends for my ingratitude by blessing and thanking thee forever. I thank God with my whole heart, who gives me firm confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thee, and the conviction that thou wilt save me, that thou wilt deliver me from my sins, that thou wilt give me light and strength to execute the divine will, and in fine, that thou wilt lead me to the gate of paradise. Thy servants have hoped for all this, and not one of them was deceived. No, neither shall I be deceived." O Mary, my full confidence is that thou hast to save me. Beseech thy son Jesus, as I also beseech him, by the merits of his passion, to preserve and always increase this confidence in me, and I shall be saved. The Holy Face of Jesus of the Vale of Veronica Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and Holy Days, and Communism. Pater Noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae, amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum, amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men, Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, 
We offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, and reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. For the 21st day, excuse me, today is the 22nd day of June in the month dedicated to our Lord Jesus Christ. This from the writings of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. As often as you hear the clock strike, call to mind the blessed and happy moment when the adorable heart of Jesus was formed by the operation of the Holy Ghost in the most pure womb of our Sovereign Lady and thank that adorable heart for its infinite charity to us. When any pain, affliction, or mortification shall befall you, say to yourself, take what the heart of Jesus sends thee to unite thee to himself. God of goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee through the Immaculate Heart of Mary and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles to look with compassion upon the remnant of Israel so that they may come to a knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and share in the precious graces of redemption Amen. Today, friends, I wanted to take a look at a follow-up of yesterday's article that we discussed from the Fatima Center. This is entitled, The Prayer for Souls. And there is an editor's note at the beginning, which says, this excerpt is taken from Frere Michel de la Santa Trinité, The Whole Truth About Fatima, volume one, pages 207 through 211. We invite you to also read a complimentary article, Who Are the Souls Most in Need by James Hanish. And we went over that yesterday on the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Once again, the Fatima Center's website is located at Fatima.org. What souls does it have to do with? The souls of sinners or the souls in purgatory, as was long believed? Two different versions Up until the 40s, in the major works on Fatima, we find the following version, cited by Father Castelbranco. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and relieve the souls in purgatory, especially the most abandoned. At this time, the pilgrims of Fatima recited the same formula at the Cova Deiria. How can we explain this discrepancy? The authentic version. During the interrogation of August 21, 1917, Lucy related to Father Ferreira the version revealed by Our Lady a little more than a month earlier, except for two words which do not change the sense. It is exactly identical with the text Sister Lucy transcribed in her fourth memoir, December 8, 1941. Hence, it is this latter version we have commented on. O my Jesus, forgive us, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need. Thus, there is no doubt about the authenticity of these texts, especially since in addition to these texts, there are many others which show that Sister Lucy did not change the wording, except for tiny details which do not in any way alter the sense of the prayer. The Interpretation of Canon Formigeau We know that during the interrogation of September 27, 1917, Lucy recited to Canon Formigeau, and that's spelled F-O-R-M-I-G-A-O. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Please forgive me. I'm not a native Portuguese speaker. As a matter of fact, I speak zero Portuguese and have enough trouble with English as it is. 
the same authentic version which she had already indicated a month before to her parish priest. But who are these souls who are most in need and for whom Our Lady asks us to pray? The good canon, who of course knew neither the secret nor the message of the angel, nor the repeated invitations of Our Lady to pray and sacrifice ourselves for sinners, and was ignorant, especially of the vision of hell, which is the immediate context of the revelation of this prayer, thought that it undoubtedly had to do with the most abandoned souls in purgatory. Did not the word alminas, diminutive of almas, strongly suggest this hypothesis? Canon Barthas, who himself resolutely opted for the other solution, explains in Portuguese the word almas, especially in its diminutive form, alminas, the little, poor, or dear souls, employed without a qualifier, ordinarily designates the souls in purgatory. In the churches, the donation boxes for the souls in purgatory bear the inscription Caixa das Almas, and on the corners of the roads, one can find little buildings called Ermida das Alminas, Oratory of the Poor Souls. Another significant detail, it is not rare in Portugal to hear a beggar asking for alms, para as alminas, for the souls in purgatory. Hence, we can easily understand how canon former Zhao came to believe that the prayer of Our Lady had to do with the departed. He also added a phrase to the initial version, lead all souls in purgatory to heaven. As alminas do purgatorio todas. But once this interpretation was deliberately adopted, he came logically to modify the text, as he himself recognized later on, for the sake of greater clarity. This is the origin of the formula that he adopted and published in his works. O my Jesus, pardon us, save us from the fires of hell, and relieve the souls in purgatory, especially the most abandoned. When in 1927 he quoted the interrogation of September 27, 1917, he presented his formula as being Lucy's response to the question. This explains how the new version of the prayer, as corrected by himself, became widespread later on. The Interpretation of Sister Lucy Beginning in 1921 and then for many long years, Lucy was so far removed from the pilgrimages of Fatima that she was almost completely ignorant of what was happening. Thus, she could not rectify the erroneous formula that was recited there. But when she was asked for her opinion, unfortunately, it was a little late. She insisted on the reestablishment of the original version and the interpretation that seemed the most obvious to her. We have already cited her letter to Father Gonscalves. She did so again with still more vigor in a conversation with Canon Barthas on October 18, 1946. Here is the text. I permitted myself to ask Sister Lucy to qualify the sense of the word alminas, souls. In these souls, which have needed divine assistance, must we see the souls in purgatory or those of sinners, I asked her. Sinners, she answered without hesitating. Why do you think so? Because the Blessed Virgin always spoke of the souls of sinners. She drew our attention to them in every way. She never spoke of the souls in purgatory. Why, in your opinion, did the Blessed Virgin interest you especially in sinners rather than the souls in purgatory? No doubt because the souls in purgatory are already saved, being already in the vestibule of heaven, while the souls of sinners are on the road leading to damnation. This was essentially my own opinion also. Your explanation seems highly theological to me. Why then in many churches and even in Portugal are the souls in purgatory named in this prayer? Now say, I don't know. 
I myself never spoke of the souls in purgatory. As for the rest, it does not concern me. This declaration seems to us decisive. The prayer taught by Our Lady can only be understood properly in the more general context of the secret of Fatima. This excuses the modification of the text with Canon Former Zhao, in all good faith, thought he was entitled to make. Today, however, we prefer to recite this prayer in the same spirit as the three little seers. For as Sister Lucy justly writes in another practice, ordinarily, God accompanies his revelations with an intimate and minute knowledge of what they signify. Shall we then forget the dear souls in purgatory? The response of Our Lady on May 13, she will be in purgatory until the end of the world, suffices to show us how much they need our prayers. It is a beautiful duty and charity to intercede for them, and especially for the most abandoned among them. Far from excluding each other, all Catholic devotions mutually strengthen each other. So ends the article. So obviously, it's important to pray for the souls in purgatory, and they will be your best friends should you reach purgatory. But we also have to pray for those who are in the world because the souls in purgatory, although we are certainly called to pray for them, they are assured of one day, even if it is, as the young lady who was referred to in the Fatima apparitions, who was to be in purgatory at the end of the world, they are assured of one day attaining to the beatific vision, which is what we are created for, to see our Heavenly Father face to face. However, those of us who are in the world, all of us, are still in danger of eternal damnation. We work out our salvation in fear and trembling, as St. Paul says. So we have to pray for everyone. In reality, we don't have any true enemies in this life. We're commanded to love our enemies and be good to those and do good to those who persecute us, yes. But when you think about it, truly, the only real enemies we have are the demons. There really are only true enemies. Because there's always the possibility, even the worst, most hardened sinner. I was um, reading the other day about uh, a lady who was a, a witch, who was married to a Satanist, who converted to the Catholic faith and loves the traditional Latin mass. The traditional Latin mass was part of her conversion process. So you think, you know, you're dealing in witchcraft and Satanism and all of these crazy things. That person is not beyond God's mercy. Everyone, while we're in this world, even the most hardened criminal, the most wicked sinner is not beyond the mercy of God while you are still drawing breath. So don't give up praying on anyone. That uncle you have who's been away from the sacraments for 40 years, keep praying for him. That daughter you have who thinks the teachings of the Catholic Church are just complete nonsense and she wants to live her life and party and do whatever she wants to do and no one's going to tell her what she can do with her body. Keep praying for her. No one is beyond the Lord's mercy while they are in this world. They might say they're indifferent to what the Catholic Church teaches. They might say they hate the Catholic Church. But remember the words of Venerable 
Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. There aren't a hundred people in the world who truly hate the Catholic Church, but there are millions who hate what they mistakenly believe to be the Catholic Church. Once you know that the Catholic Church is the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ, how could you possibly hate her? You must love the Catholic Church as you love our Lord Jesus Christ. They cannot be separated. You cannot separate the bride from the bridegroom. So continue to pray for those wayward souls you know in your life who have been away from the faith or maybe have never had any openness to hearing about the Catholic religion. Keep praying for them. Sometimes, you know, you can't hammer a person day after day with, you know, come with me to mass or pray the rosary with me. That's fine. You know, certainly invite people to come to mass, invite people to pray the rosary. But if you are after them day after day after day, you can kind of sound like the proverbial clanging gong. Love the person. Tell them, you know, if they ever want to talk, you're there for them. You love them enough to tell them that the Catholic religion is true And Jesus Christ loved them enough to die for their sins, to crucify their sins to his cross. Keep praying for your loved ones. Keep praying for your friends. Don't ever give up. And let us conclude, my friends, by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. And episode 277, as well as episode 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, featuring a couple interviews, one conducted by myself and one from a gentleman from Word on Fire with my wonderful sister and equally wonderful niece pertaining to RPM. That's an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Just like sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf in terms of their being able to communicate, RPM, sometimes called typing to talk or spelling to communicate, it's all basically the same thing, has been a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. Communication is a human right. You can imagine, friends, how frustrated you would be if you were unable to communicate with your friends and loved ones, even your most basic thoughts. Well, RPM is breaking non-speakers out of the jail, out of the prison that they're in of silence, and helping them to communicate with the outside world. As a result of this, before the age of eight, we didn't even know my niece's favorite color. Now we know that she's a comprehensive genius. She's currently working on an oratorio. She's skilled at mathematics. She even knows other languages. It's one of the smartest human beings I've ever met in my life. And I would love her irregardless. But imagine someone with this type of potential being locked up in a prison of silence, being unable to communicate how frustrated she was and how much she prays for those who are still in this prison of silence. Well, we need to get the word out to their friends and families to help them to bring them out of that prison into the world of communication. So let's continue to pray for them and let's continue to get that website out there as well as those episodes of Our Lady's podcast. Please share them with everybody. H-A-L-O-S-O-M-A dot org as well as episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. <laughs>
Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorial to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus, Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. O my Jesus, it is for love of thee, for the conversion of sinners, and in reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer this sacrifice to thee. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pro nobis. Sancta Raphael, archangeli, ora pro nobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 569 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to the program. But most importantly, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. They need your help. Goodbye and God love you.